But there's no policy on energy, there's no policy on housing, there's no policy on employment, there's not really much of a policy on anything that you might consider to be forward-looking. Welcome to the Bayouic Express podcast. My name is Matthew Leach. I'll be joined each week by a guest for a series of podcasts. Each will shine a light on topics from across the Bailiwick. The format will change week to week. We'll have debates, reviews, hot seat interviews and special guests. So stick with us as we offer some insight on some of the most important issues we in the Bailiwick face. The Sark Chamber of Commerce held an event last week called Building Sark's Future. During the event, the senior of Sark, Major Christopher Beaumont, gave a presentation detailing the story of the island and how it's reached a tipping point in time. There's been a growing disconnect, according to Major Beaumont, between the direction of the island and its governing body, Chief Police. I spoke to Major Beaumont about the event the issues affecting the island and why the Sark Chamber of Commerce could become a leading voice for positive change in the island. Tell me, what happened? What kind of event was happening? This was the Sark Chamber of Commerce, kind of looking into the future of the island, a couple of talks. What happened and who went? Well, um, yes, you're absolutely right. Uh, And it followed on from the Chamber uh, asking me to give my views on a topic of my choice about months ago, I suppose, which was extremely well attended. So we had about 80 people come to listen to what I had to say, which was many more than I um, anticipated. And essentially, uh, what I was um, doing at that talk was to give a bit of um, history of why Sark has ended up in the position it's ended up in, and to suggest that we really ought to plan for the future. And, you know, that, that was essentially the, the drive of what I was on about. I mean, what kind of position is Sark in? And I briefly, I won't get, get you to do your talk again, but, you know, what kind of uh, chain of events or routes did you, did you lay out? Uh, well, I just, uh, what I suggested uh, was that Sark needs to plan its future. Um, and that is putting in place policies on well, a whole range of issues that you might consider useful, like, well, everything. I mean, there is no policy on SARC for anything. Well, it's not entirely true. I, I suppose education has got a, a policy. But there's no policy on energy, there's no policy on housing, there's no policy on employment, there's not really much of a policy on anything that you might consider to be forward-looking. Why is that? Uh, I'm not entirely sure. Um, you know, I think it's um, uh, clearly it's the government's responsibility to get on with doing this, and it has stopped doing it. Whether that's because it's just firefighting, or whether it... Uh, I, I don't know. You'll have to ask them why they don't do it. I mean, did you get a good... So you you laid this out in your, you know, you want to build a kind of framework for what Sark's trying to achieve, I suppose. I mean, was it well-received? What kind of responses were you getting? No, it was, it was very well-received. Uh, you know, it, was, it was full of people who, uh, frankly, are not in the government. So the government of the day chose not to bother. They didn't turn up. Oh, that sounds like a um, shame. Were you, were you, was, was that unexpected, or did you expect them not to come? 
I wasn't surprised. <laughs> it would have been, I think it would have been nice for them to turn up. Um, uh, they tend not to turn up if anyone is likely to offer some form of criticism. So who was in attendance last, last night? Uh, last night, um, well, slightly fewer. Um, again, not really government representation there at all. Um, but it was now more being led by the Chamber of Commerce itself, saying, um, OK, let's, let's talk about the things that, that interest us. Uh, what, what do we think about what the future should, should hold? What are the topics that you, the room, think um, we, should, we should think about? And it was just a general discussion on things that uh, people thought were interesting. And so, I mean, if this is a discussion about the future of SARC, um, without involvement from government or, or uh, people there from government, I mean, what could, what actually could be done? Well, uh, yeah, you're absolutely right. It does. It, 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 it presents a problem uh, if if government don't engage in the process, but. Um, it may come as a bit of a surprise. Uh, it certainly did to me when um, when I found out. But there is absolutely no linkage between um, government and the economy. So, uh, whereas in Guernsey and Jersey you have business and business taxes and income taxes, um, we don't. So there are no economic levers that government can tweak. So it doesn't matter if Sark's economy booms or busts, it really doesn't make any difference to the coffers of the island. And that's odd. So how could that... So that's very interesting. So from this Chamber of Commerce's side, I mean, how do you utilise that that particular uh, uniqueness to the island? Well, I, that, it gives the Chamber of Commerce a sort of unique position to be much more much more useful to the business community. Um, so, you know, where you would expect some uh, a government department to be interested in business, there isn't one. Um, it, it, uh, it, there's a complete void. So the Chamber of Commerce um, can, uh, you know, gather support for particular ideas and, uh, you know, really put on a good lobby so this sounds like there's a quite there's quite a divorce from from the, I guess the business community in Sark, the people who could change and guide the course of what happens next in the island, and and the government themselves. I mean, has this been the case for a while? The disconnect. Well, I think disconnect has been there for quite some time, um, uh, because of the way we go about taxing people. So, what does the government? What do you pay the government for? And what does the government do for you? Um, if uh, the government uh, is not interested in a successful business, per se, and uh, it clearly will be, but it doesn't make any difference to what it can do as a government. So a successful SARC that is, that is paying um, its government through being successful um, could expect, I mean, would it, you would expect the community then to benefit from um, the government being able to do stuff that governments do. So 
if the government, if Sucks, since we're talking about chief police, if Sucks chief police are not yeah. setting policy or getting involved in the economic discussions around how to um, push forward the island, what are they doing? Well, uh, you know, they're... <laughs> what a terrific question. Um, they, um, they're, they're, I, I think they're busy firefighting, actually, if you, if you want my honest opinion. They don't seem to have the bandwidth to do the planning that, that I think is necessary. And um, you, so, we'll, we'll, I mean, there's a couple of issues obviously facing SARC at the moment. I mean, I mean, what are they firefighting? Now, of course, the SARC electricity debacle yeah, that, seems to be piggy. ongoing. Yeah. Um, what's what is the latest with that? Do we know? Oh, I'm uh, I'm I'm not aware of uh, where they've got to. Um, we were the last brief we had was that um, the SARC electricity company and a a mediator were talking about talks. I, I, I guess to value the company. Because the intention uh, is still for Chief Please, the Sark government, to buy it. Uh, that's that's their stated intention. Yes. Um, I mean, beyond that, because of course we can't go much further with that one as it is. I mean, it, it does feel in Sark at the moment. Does it feel like a particular turning point for the island? I know we had the death of one of the Barclay brothers, we have the Sark Electricity potentially being nationalised, we have, I mean, there's the ongoing situation with the ferry service. Does it feel like it's a, it, there's a there seems to be a, a turning point in the island? It seems like a very unusual moment in time for Sark. Yeah, it's, it, it's, it's, it's odd. Um, the, the vibe in the room uh, when I was giving my talk, and indeed um, last night as well, was extremely positive. There were lots of people with some very interesting ideas, um, and people were discussing it very positively. So uh, there is an active population, a great shame, that the, the government didn't witness that. And so what kind of ideas, I mean, what happens next? I mean, how do these, what ideas were there, and how would they be implemented, come to fruition, that kind of thing? Well, I guess uh, they can only really come to fruition if um, government um, chooses to take some on. Uh, we talked about um, transport links. So we have had a discussions about a customs um, post which would allow passage directly to France, uh, which we currently don't have. So any passengers from France transit through Guernsey or Jersey. Now, Alderney do this. Uh, so it's quite possible for us to do it if there's a will. Which it sounds like there is somewhat a bit of. Well, I mean, there, there, is, uh, there, were, there were a number of people who thought it was a good idea. Um, so I'm going to say the discussion, and I think it should be stuck on the, the list of things to look at a bit more seriously. We talked about company registers. Uh, we don't have a company register on SARC. Um, and you have theirs. Obviously, I guess in Jersey you have a company register as well. It seems slightly ridiculous that SART companies are registering in Guernsey and we're not benefiting from that registration fee. Guernsey benefits from that registration fee. Why doesn't SART? Uh, so a company register was discussed and I, I think that's a, a good thing to do as well. We talked about um, whether SART... PLC, SARC businesses should should have a an island wide 
online presence for selling stuff. So rather like a Sark Amazon, if you like. Uh, so that you know that's something actually the, the chamber could organise on its own and just get on with it, and that wouldn't require any involvement from anybody else. It's just a like-minded group of people getting together and collaborating to produce a product that is of benefit to essentially craft craft people or one-man band type organisations. But we do have a lot of very competent uh, craftsmen and women. So that, that's, that's perfectly possible to do um, without anybody else getting in the way. We talked about um, housing. Now, I know in, in both Guernsey and Jersey, uh, you know, you've got your fair degree of, of, of housing problems. Uh, and we face exactly the same issue. So this is particularly affordable housing for what is predominantly a, a low-wage and low-skill workforce. Uh, so it's very easy to see that those workers could be priced out of the market extremely quickly uh, if we don't think about how to create affordable housing. So, and then there was discussions on how you could potentially go forward in, in amending that or, or finding yeah, I mean, answers I, to it? Uh, yeah, I, and uh, historically, I mean, we don't have any land in public ownership or very, very little. Uh, so everything is privately owned uh, on SARC. And actually that requires then um, a group of like-minded people to get together and I know, create something like a housing association where there is a much longer-term view of uh, creating housing that, that doesn't cost the earth to live in, but is perfectly acceptable uh, to live in. It's not not poor standard, it's of, of high quality, but low cost. So it sounds like there's a will and a positivity then to, to the people oh, absolutely. inside. Absolutely. I mean, it, it, was, um, it, it was a very, uh, it was a, there was a very positive um, atmosphere um, and there, there was no, uh, it, it was an absolute pleasure to be there, actually. <laughs> That's really good. Um, I wanted just to touch on a couple of topics from the island that I thought were particularly Sark relevant and you yeah, know, whether sure. or not they fit, fit, fit into the conversations last night. I mean, how's the Sark dairy coming along and how is that giving uh, a good bo- boost to the it's island? It's coming along very well. I, I, um, I know they've just had some, some new calves. Uh, so the, the herd is, is building and of course you need new calves for, for milk. So uh, there are a number of cows due to calve around this time of year in order for their mothers to get get into the milking uh, stage for the rest of the season. Uh, and I know they're switching production from uh, whole milk to semi-skimmed and cream. And I think that's uh, a very good move and that will suit, I'm sure that will suit the hospitality industries around Sark uh, very well. And eventually, uh, we'll we'll move into higher value products such as cheese, and uh, I'm very looking forward to uh, tasting some of the cheese. So, quite a breath of fresh air for the island, I suppose. There is um, a key part of the environmental infrastructure. It gives you a reason for um, uh, keeping fields in production for the cattle. Um, it, it means. Uh, because we've sort of lost um, a bit of connection between uh, the inhabitants and the land. And that's happened in the last 
hundred years really. Uh, so before then, um, if you didn't grow it, you didn't eat it. But now um, logistics are such that it's, it's very easy to bring stuff onto the island. So we don't need to, to use the land in the way we used to. So having a dairy is very important to keep the land in use. Good. Well, another positive for the island then. I did want to ask um, uh, if the relationship between the island and the Barclays has changed. Um, yeah, I think um, I, I think you could say that the old animosities don't exist anymore. Do they still? I mean, is the Avel de Cruz still there? Is, is that still... Oh, it's still there. I mean, yeah. it, it, it actually needs a bit of work before it can open up again. Right, OK. Um, uh, you know, when they plan to do that, you know, that, that's, you know, that's up to them. Um, but uh, you know, the decar is ready, the moinery is open, um, So, and, and plenty of work is being done on properties that have uh, not been looked at for some time. So activity is, is going on. So the future of Sark seems fairly bright. Yeah, I would say it's looking up at the moment. We're, we're, we've got... Um, I still think we need more people on to, on the island. Um, I've been saying for some time that the population needs to increase. Um, certainly for this coming season, uh, so there are more more things um, open. So there are certainly more restaurants open, um, and of course the the environment um, looks as good as it ever did. And I, and I know that the guys who work on the paths around the island have, have been doing a fantastic job. And they're in really good condition. So, uh, you know, we're, we're here and ready, uh, and people are gearing themselves up for, you know, what we hope to be a, a very good season. Thank you for listening to the Bailiwick Express podcast. The title track was Shift My Weight by Luno. If you enjoyed it, I know it's a pain, but please like and share. It all helps. And remember, you can hit bailiwickexpress.com to stay right up to date with whatever is happening in the Bailiwick. You can find us online, on social, on email, and on internet radio. There'll be more from me, Matthew Leach, and all the Bailiwick Express team next Friday.